Anyhow. Anyways, da 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 da. Oh, go the f***ing baggers. Hey Siri, play the Besties podcast. Now playing episode 6 of the Besties on Spotify. Welcome back to the Besties. You're here with me, Jasmina and Tori from the Gong, as always. And um, it's been a very, very, very good weekend and week for the Blue Baggers. Up um, the blues. Tori, how you feeling? Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm still pumped. I watched today the replay. I watched the KO Mini. I watched the KO Bite. I watched all the highlights. I scrolled through all the Twitter posts and videos that were up because I just felt like I haven't given myself a chance to just re-watch it all. And I had a, I was just pumped all morning. It was great. Um, I've got a lot of Geelong supporter family friends. So um, it's a whole entire family, exactly like mine, but they're like huge Geelong supporters. And they give it to us every year. So you best believe we gave it back. It has been so much fun. I'm, I can't wait to do it again. It was unreal. I, I still can't believe we won. Um, I just have no words. I have no words I mean, other than I'm just so happy. You know, I woke up on the Friday morning um, and I went to work and I work in a cafe and the day before, the Thursday, you know, they're all running around going, oh, I can't wait to watch Carlton get pumped by Geelong, blah, 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 like chucking in my face. I'm just nodding. I'm just nodding. I'm, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to say nothing now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to be patient. And that's on maturity and growing up because last year, yapped on, I tell you that, but I can't, I can't do it anymore. I'm just going to let the game do the talking. Let the game do the talking. Let the boys talk for me. And they signed, sealed, delivered. They did everything they were meant to do. They played a great game from the get-go. Charlie Kerno. Kerno. I was about to say that. Charlie Kerno, he won like. He did everything. He did everything he was meant to do. Special mention Harry Mackay for his, I would like to say, momentum-stopping marks at the end. Oh, happy, happy days. Happy days. Ah. Ah. Alrighty. Um, what else have you been up to, apart from celebrating the win, Tori? Not too much. My normal working, working ways. I had an extra shift this week because, obviously, I missed one being in Melbourne last. So... Not much else, just celebrating. I rewatched the game now three times, I think. Um, Valid. As you do, as you do. But yeah, what about you? Um, well, I actually took Bryony uh, to the game with me and Wild Kirsten um, on Thursday night. She's a St Kilda supporter, but she loves the Blues, and I've got a bit of respect for St Kilda because of her. So it's vice versa, but. She wore the blue scarf. She was cheering. She's all about it. And we actually chucked her on the post-game Wandering Besties by surprise this week. Undercover Saints supporter in a blue scarf. 
doing some wandering for us because Hannah was a bit busy, but that's fine. We push on. We make it work. Next on the agenda. We, I was going to say, should we do controversial Camilla and then go into a bit more talk about the game? I Let's agree. do that. I, think, I reckon Camilla will segue us in. The reoccurring segment of Controversial Camilla is back once again. So without further ado. Hello, Cameron. Hello, Tori and Jasmina. How are you? Very good now that I've seen your head. (laughs) So good. How are you feeling about the win? Um, No, very happy. I think uh, the boys played really well. Um, It was obviously a lot better than the... Uh, previous week um, against the Tigers, I just felt like from the first few minutes, you could see that there was a real intent to just uh, bring the ball through the middle. And I think that is definitely our style of football. I think it um, it brought a number of guys into the game that were a bit off the week before. Uh, I, think, I think our small forwards, they thrive off that quick ball movement. Um, I so I, I was very happy with the performance. I think, um, you know, obviously it would have been ideal to probably run away with it a little bit more. I think we were dominant, but um, at the same time, the Cats are obviously a really good team and they're always going to come back. So I think to hold on was, yeah, was really good. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at round 22 and round 23, Cam, I don't think we win that game. No. no Do you know what I, I mean? Think, yeah. Yeah. I agree too. I think, I think there a couple of the reasons why I was so frustrated after round one is because I was questioning whether there actually had been progression in these close games, and I yeah. think um, this week was a sign that I think we have um, progressed a little bit. I think there was, um, and I think it was a lot to do with coaching as well. I think seeing Charlie Kerno go behind the ball late was really good. Um, probably not rushing it so much when we didn't need to. Um, and I think just the attitude was really good. Like there was just some really good big moments from guys like Harry Mackay and then even from our second game, Ollie Hollands getting in front of uh, Jeremy Cameron there. So it was like, it's, it's hard. I don't really have anything negative to say about this week. It was, um, it was, it was, <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, I guess, my main takeaway was, uh, I think from what I saw from our smalls, I don't, I don't really see how Jack Martin could play in that team again. Um, I think Jack, not only is he injury prone, which is extremely frustrating. Um, I actually don't think he's very fast. He's just, I don't think he would be able to play that game style. And I think he would almost hold us back. Um, So I think my big takeaway is I don't particularly want to see him in that side again, um, unfortunately. But uh, at least not walking straight in like he has probably for the last 18 months. He just seems to be available. He comes in and like we saw round one, he contributed nothing. Um, So I just, I don't, I honestly, and... It's nothing against Jack. He's obviously a nice guy and all that. Um, He's got a lot of talent. I just don't think his style of play uh, gives us the best option to win. I understand that the smalls don't 
goals and they're not always going to kick goals or kick a bag every single week. Like that's unrealistic. They're not all going to do it every week, right? There'll be one week, Motlop will do it one week, Jerds will do it one week, always, always will do it. But they need to at least apply pressure if they're not going to be hitting the scoreboard. They need to contribute in another way. And I totally agree with you, Pam. I think Jack Martin doesn't even give us enough of that when he's up against the other blokes. And I think Dirds, Owies, Motlop, Zach Fisher even, they all proved that pressure, proved what they can do this week, which means even if Jack was ready to go next week, it is a hard push to get in that team now. I I don't think I don't think his form over the last two years warrants a straight walk in. Um, and I think that that quartet of guys, that's our small forward mix. So I think um, you just got to see that first play with Dirds. He he put that smother on straight up the guts. You know he's a tough little nugget too. He's he doesn't get tackled easy. He and he just it's that perceived pressure which I don't think we get from a guy like Jack Martin. I think as we've seen, you know, pretty much in every game. The, the teams that put on that perceived pressure are the, team, the best teams in the comp. And I think those four guys, um, that's, our, that's our group of small forwards. And I want to circle back to last week. You had a lot to say about Mr. Zach Fisher. Yes. Um, has he cleaned up his act and has he got the controversial Camilla tick of approval to keep going? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I thought his first half was still a little bit off, um, but I thought he really stood tall in the second half. Um, so I de- I like, that's the sort of game that I think Zach Fisher is capable of giving us consistently. Um, and so I was really happy with him. And also Jack Silvani, I said, was pretty poor last week. I thought he was really good. I think, you know, he's obviously a massive beneficiary of not having to play in the ruck um he's that's his role and and that's what i i was questioning what was his role um just because of the last 12 months but the way he played um on thursday night it showed me that he does definitely have a spot in the team when he's playing well um i think he did add a bit i still don't think he set the world on fire and i'd love to see him finish a bit more i still think he yeah, could be a better finisher, but um, he was definitely better. So yeah, look, pretty positive outlook on on last week, and I'm pretty excited for Saturday. It's a it's a big test to travel up to Sydney, and um, I think uh, they'll get it done. Speaking of the GWS game, I will be also travelling up to Sydney to watch the Blues uh, with Tori and Kirsten. So we'll she's coming really to the excited. gong. The gong. <laughs> she's the gong. coming to the gong. <laughs> what a privilege that is. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not MCG, but, you know, whatever. I would have to say Homebush Stadium would probably be on my bottom three uh, list of stadiums that I would want to go watch a game of football at. It is um, quite small, but Soulless. it's intimate. It's a bit intimate, though, because we are sitting – usually we don't, but this week, this time we're sitting in the members' area. So we're going to be in a full section of just Carlton supporters, Perfect. which usually when I go to the Giants game, we just try and sit, like, centre wing, even if we're on mm. our own. But mm. I want to be Did in – I want to be in just the, for me? I want to be in the hustle bustle. I want to be feeling it. To I want to be pumped. <laughs> you, you have to be. I, I – yeah, I've – 
I think there's only been a couple of games that I've gone to that's a Carlton game where I was not sat in like a Carlton members area or like with all the fans. And it was against Richmond four years ago because my mum got the tickets um, and we were sitting right next to the Richmond cheer squad and I literally wanted to stab my eardrums. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, <laughs> I, I always sit in the mixed section. I'm always really? in the mixed section. Yeah, yeah, all the time. All the time. Sometimes I don't even have a single Carlton sport near me. That's hard. Um, love it, but also hate it. Like, it, it de- really depends what kind of supporters you get around you. But I don't think mm-hmm. I could do an all Carlton thing. I like a good fight. Yeah. I like a I just... good fight. The thing is... The thing is, at Giant Stadium, there's there's not that many Giant supporters, so you kind of no. you have to be with your Carlton people. Otherwise, you're sitting there's alone. There's no one to fight with. Thank you so much, Camilla. Just one no more thing: what are you thinking? What's the margin? Who's winning? What's the go on Saturday? Um, I think obviously the Blues are going to get up. Um, I don't think it's going to be a big win um and honestly any interstate trip you're sort of happy with a a win nonetheless but i think it will it won't be a ten, under 10 points i think we'll get get the win by about 20 points i think it's going to be pretty similar to last year's game it'll be pretty tight and then we'll just sort of kick away in the last quarter so um no it's going to be good i i'm on sam walsh watch this week got this weird feeling that we could see him Ooh. um Ooh. but Look, I'm probably wrong, but I would love that. But uh, if not, I'm going to lock him in for round four. I was going to say, this is the first week, the first week where the episode's coming out and we won't know the teams. You won't know anything. We're all on the same playing field because we're playing on a Saturday and this comes out on a Wednesday. <laughs> nice. Anticipation. No, it's going to be like... Exactly. It's... um. No, it's it's exciting. Hopefully, George Hewitt's back in, but um, if not, I think we go in unchanged. I was really happy with everyone's output. Meow. We're on oh to my the god! Review. Review. Uh, I'd have like. I'm so pumped for this. Okay, let's go. The first thing I want to touch on for this week was the corridor football and our aggressive ball movement. We saw none of that round one, not and not a little glimpse of any of it in round one. That is exactly how I want them to play football. I want them to use the corridor. I want them to lower their eyes and I want them to move the ball fast. That is exactly what they did. We were able to literally undo Geelong's midfield and we ru- we ran that game. We we ran the whole thing. I'm not even kidding. I I was very 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 pleased with their game plan and their execution, their transition, their clearances, just the way that they handled themselves under pressure in the dying minutes. I'm so happy. I'm very happy. It was good. They did everything they needed to do. They really said. That wasn't us round one. Please stop basing our season off one game. This is what we're here for. This is how we're going to do it. They came out. They showed everyone what they wanted to see. They beat last year's premiers. And I am feeling so much better. I'm feeling great. Me about too. It all. I'm yeah. feel, I, I mean, I was, it wasn't alarm was bells fine. for me yet. Yeah, no. yeah it, last week wasn't meltdown station like 
turn on the sirens and the alarms. The season is over. It wasn't, yeah, no, it wasn't like that for me at all. But I think that I needed to see some decent execution of the game plan this week. And we got that. I remember saying, and I've heard it from, like I talked about it with dad, I think me and you discussed it, that going into the season and when we got the fixture, it was we need to win if we can't win both one of the first two games because they were games that were going to be struggle street. And they were danger games. At the end of the day, we didn't lose either of them. We have a draw and we have a win. And I'll take that because it's better than a draw and a loss. I tell you, it's better than I thought. It's better than Much I better. thought. I was expecting, we could have... I was expecting one and one. That's what I was expecting. We... I was trying to be realistic. We could have very much lost both those games, being close oh, as they 100%. were. And we still slayed the day. We did slay the day. I'm very, very, very proud of them. And I'm proud of some individuals, actually. Um, there was a lot of noise around Ollie Hollands and Blake Akers last week due yes, to lack of, apparently lack of effort, lack of skill, lack of all of it. That's what everyone was saying. Tori, what did you think about Ollie and Blake? Can I just say mm. the best turnaround games to just say, no, 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 you have it all wrong. We're not here to mess around. We're, we're here to play. We're here to keep our spot. And we're going to show the Carlton Football Club supporters what we can do. Blake Akers is going to be what we all built him up to be. He's not 100%. who he was round one. That's nerves. I'd be nervous playing in front of 88,000 people too. And that's what, what I was saying be. last week. We all went through it. Every single player had a rocky game last week. It was messy. It was gross. This week, slightly smaller crowd. They were up and about. He did a beautiful mark in the back line. Yeah. In the back line, which, yeah. again, moment-altering, momentum-changing. Ollie Hollins, I could speak on for an hour. Please don't let me. But he is going to be a gun. He's a childhood blue bagger. He knows what it means. Yeah. He Every quarter, it was like a step up of this game. He just kept getting better. The goal is coming. I know it's coming. Oh, I'm, I'm really praying it's going to be the Giants game because I got Motz's goal, first goal last year at the Giants Stadium. So I'm hoping because I want to scream the place down and everyone will hear me because it's so small. I think both of them were phenomenal. And I think anyone that said a bad word about them last week needs to film an apology video, an apology video with <laughs> tears. I want tears. I want tears and I want it right now. Another special mention I have oh. to Matthew Owies. He also gets the yeah. hate. He's known to be from our supporters as out of our small forwards, the last one on the picking list. No one sees it, but I do. And this week, again, he came out and he proved what he can do. He showed his pressure. He kicked three goals. Another apology video with tears would be yeah. great. Send it to for, the besties account Ollie's. and we will share them. <laughs> Another one while we're at it, Mr. Ed Kerno shut everyone the f 
up this week. He was nearly perfect. Nearly perfect. Um, I love him and Charlie on the field. My heart, my Carlton heart, wants nothing more than for these two to play finals together. I don't care. I want Ed Kerner in the team. He plays his role. He may not be, you know, running at 90% disposal efficiency. Yeah, okay. Not all the players are going to do that because they all have roles. He is a role player and he played his role perfectly on Thursday night. He did it so well. And um, I'm just so so happy. Um, him and Charlie, when they do a a play together, it's a Ed to oh. Charlie kick inside fifty. They are in their own little world. They vibe so much, and they feed off each other's energy. And I love it. I love it so much. That is exactly what I'm talking about. The way that that their relationship off field manifests on field and it creates such a cohesive team I don't think people realize the importance of building off-field connections with each other they're not just 22 blokes in a team like these guys are all mates like they're friends they have fun it's so important it's so 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 important and like I said another one that it manifests on the field for is Jesse Motlop and Corey Durden they're another pair. You can see it from a mile away. You can see it from a mile away. When those two are on the field together, they perform at least five times better than they would if only one was on the field. It's all to do with energy, all to do with vibes. There's so many layers to football. It's not just about skill level. It's not just about how accurately can you kick for goal? How many marks can you take? It's about the way that you learn to build relationships with your teammates. And one thing the Carlton Football Club have done, and I've seen it for years, is build friendships and cohesion on and off the field. Big slay for the Carlton Football Club with that one. Um, now we've, we've talked about individual performance. Let's just three of our best moments your three standout things that happened that you will be replaying in your brain all week. I'll go first. Harriet Mackay's marks at the end of the game. My heart rate was already high. But when that man marks a football, I don't know what to do with myself. I was pumped. It was so good. He did exactly what he needed to do when he needed to do it. He had a like pretty quiet game other wise. But those marks just set it up. Did the world just stop for you when he took the marks? Like, did everything just stop? That clock just stopped ticking. But those marks could have very much been momentum or game-resulting marks that he had taken, which in saying that, I think this goes into your number one moment. Uh, mine would probably be Luigi's mark. No one gave him the right to have a set of hands like that in such a high-pressure situation. But I truly believe he saved the game. Yeah. No, I'm so glad you mentioned Lewis's mark because I wanted to special mention it when I said Harry's. So I'm, I'm glad that you said it. I also want to special mention to Blake's because these end-of-game high-pressure situation marks – Wins football games when the momentum shifts. Without that, 
that game's going a completely different direction. They would have hit it inside 50. Jezza Cameron would have marked it. He would have kicked another goal. Those marks saved the game. And I think that's what we were lacking last week. So those boys stepped up. They did what they needed to do. And at the end of the day, very much Liso could have saved that, like has saved that game. I totally agree. My my next one would be definitely Corey Durden's tackle on Radaglia. I loved that. I love Corey Durden. I'm such a Durd stan. He's so good. I'm so happy he's back. That will be my Terry number two as well. Is. Terry, stop listening. <laughs> Terry will be so happy to hear that. I have a feeling that our next one is going to be exactly the same. It would have to be Charlie's five goals, especially the one where Ed hits Charlie bang on the chest and Charlie Charlie's just wheels and goes, yeah. I agree, yeah. That's definitely top moment. Charlie Kerner himself was a top moment. He is just unreal and he's just going to keep getting better. I know we uh, we made prediction that Harry might have taken the Coleman, but I just think... You're about to take the words right out of my mouth. I can feel it. I, I know. It. I'm like, I love Harry, but Charlie's another level. I can't even describe to you. I've never, he just, he also, he just does it so effortlessly. I don't know if that's just what I can say, so effortlessly. And it's amazing. And I love watching him. He's so, he's such an exciting player. I don't think there's many people who support AFL that don't get excited watching Charlie Kerno play. Oh, and we found that out in the Wandering Besties this week. We had people from all different teams, mutual supporters answering the question. And they're all saying, Charlie's the guy that they love to watch. He's the guy that they want on their team. He's the guy. And they all said he's a looker. Yeah, like you want to look at him. Like you want to look at him a lot. He's a looker. Yeah, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, valid. So now that we've recapped the game, the win, the beautiful sight that it was, let's move in to our round three preview the Giants are going down. I'm sorry. There's no big, big sound. Um, the only sound I will be hearing is the da 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 that we're going to be singing when that final siren goes. And my screaming in your ear. And mine right back at you. I watch the Giants play. I think they have great ball movement. But I don't know if they have the capacity to shut down our tools. Um, we obviously don't have the best track record at Giant Stadium besides yep. last year when we broke that run. Um, but yep. I think if the baggers can come out in numbers and we can give them a warm Sydney welcome, that will get the job done. Um, like Kim said earlier, it might start close, pretty on par, but the Blues will run over them in the end. I agree. I think that's the way it's going. I, you know, I was really nervous against Richmond. I wasn't really nervous against Geelong. I'm not really nervous this week. If that is any indication of how it's going to go, I, I'd like to think so. I've been pretty, pretty on point so far. Um, look, I have full confidence that the boys, if they play the way they did against Geelong, that they'll get over 
and get on top of the Giants, 100%. Yeah, I agree. Um, There's not too much I want to touch on otherwise for the preview because I don't think there'll be too many team changes. The only one if they bring George back in. Um, I don't know who they'll be taking out if they do that. I'd almost almost leave him out. Let him really get better. I, I wouldn't rush him for this one. I really wouldn't. Fair, fair. Um, but like I said, if there is one, that'd be the one that comes in. If there's a sneaky Walshie, I still think they'll wait Walshie until the North game or for gather round. Um, but we'll see. We'll definitely just wait and see with what happens with that. In saying that, before we get into tips, um, Wandering Besties is, of course, making its way to Sydney. So before and after the game, I don't know exactly where we'll be. I'm pretty sure there's the one, only the one entry at Giants Stadium that we go through anyway. Um, there's only we'll one? A, yeah, it's just like one giant entry and then you just walk around. How small is this place? I've never been. <laughs> You're in for a surprise. Let's get into our tips for the week. Round three, it's already going so quick, but let's go. Tori, what are you thinking? All right, first game of the round is the Western Bulldogs versus the Lions at Marvel. Um, I'm going Lions. I think they're back. Yep. They needed their home ground. Yeah, I'm going Lions. I think they got their magic lalas back, so. <laughs> um, Collingwood, Richmond. I'm going the Tigers. I'm going the Tigers. I'm going the Tigers hard. Hard going the Tigers. Are we surprised? No, I'm also going the Tigers because I just surely Hawthorne versus North Melbourne in Tasmania. Oh, you know what? I think North. <laughs> um, I want to say North. They are the favourites. It's also Clarko's first game against the Hawks. I think North. They're going to go 3-0. and How bizarre. But anyways. I think I'll go North too. Why not? Just yeah, for the uh, – you know what? North – what do they call them? Um, flag ruse? Flag ruse. Flag ruse or whatever they say. <laughs> kanga, kanga, kanga. Yeah, kanga, kanga, kanga. North. Root, root, root. North. Hard F. Anyways. North. Um, skip that one. St Kilda versus Essendon at the MCG. It's gonna be a small crowd. Um, I also want to say the Saints. Yeah, Saints. Saints go three and zero too. Well, Saints go three and zero, or Essendon go three and zero, and I know who I'd rather. Seriously, both of these, all of these teams have played nobody. Port Adelaide. Oh, it's showdown time. Port Adelaide versus the Crows at Adelaide Oval. Port Adelaide are pumping the Crows. They're going nowhere fast. They're running on a treadmill. They are running on a treadmill and they are going nowhere. Okay? Port Adelaide is winning this. Easy breezy, mate. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, prison bars. They've won it. Go the prison Um, bars. (laughs) <laughs> Gold Coast Suns versus the Cats uh, in the Gold oh, Coast. Geelong. I'm going to go the Cats too. Um, Melbourne versus Sydney at the MCG. Ooh, That's going to be a good game. That will be a good game. Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, 
I don't know, Tori. I'm, I'm actually, I don't know. I'm going to go the swans. I was thinking that too. My gut, my gut was saying that. I think, yes, they're just, the swans. They're, they're, they are playing well. Uh, Fremantle. Oh, another showdown. Fremantle versus the West Coast Eagles. Um, Fremantle. I'm going to go Freo. Yep. Easy. And then last but not least, backtracking a little bit, uh, Giants versus Carlton at Giants Stadium. With a margin. Da, 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 da. Yeah, the Blue Baggers are winning and I actually think it's going to be 35 points. I was thinking the 30s. I'm going to go 28, though, just to be a little bit different. Okay. Well, I think it's going to be 35 points. I don't know why. I just think it is. I like it. I like it. All right. One last thing before we go. Meow. I'm not meowing again. <laughs>